Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thelmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. And the dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute or two till two today at a minute or two till two. All right. Who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Well, I, I can do it. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so last time on the episode, uh, Mole contributed a lot to our discussion with Morla, where we learned some more about the Red Hand. And surprisingly, they have some interesting beliefs that aren't completely unfounded. Uh, we learned more about the book, the Decalogos, um, which is the kind of core tenets of the Red Hand and also a compilation of all of the teachings of every saint. Um, we learned that there's some interesting things about their version, though. They've reordered some of the books in it so that some appear closer to the beginning than others um than the standard way you'd put it together um we also went to go look at that said book and rosie uh proceeded to flirt with oh my goodness i can't remember his name uh tyson there we go tyson yeah I okay i think dyson is the one she got the date right. with Tyson. Was That's the right. Door guard. So. Right. Tyson, the door guard, um, and then Dyson, their twin brother, who Rosie now has a date with. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to get so much good information out of him. Um, and we ended by Garen remembering that we were actually there on an investigation and trying to do a little bit of investigating and figuring out what we were even there for. And we kind of determined that, um, you know, they're going to bury Tom and it's very sad that he's dead, but uh, we don't necessarily super, super care about Tom, but it might be a good way of ingratiating ourselves with these with these people so that we can find some more stuff out about them. Yep. And uh, we ended with you all speaking about Morla, asking about some of the death rituals of the Red Hand and, um, you know, uh, we, I actually ended with Garen asking if the destroyed body that was blown up was going to be a problem. She said, no, they're more soul focused. And that's really where we left. So we're still in the Red Hands meeting house, um, the Rand house, as it's called, which is a, uh, you know, former brothel, still kind of operating as a brothel, but also operating as a little church at the same time where Morla holds court. So you're down in the main bar area with Morla sitting at a table 
And, um, yeah, that's where we'll pick back up. So, do you think there is anyone who would want Tom harmed in this house? In this house? Well... Maybe not currently in this house, but one who frequents I here. wouldn't say that anyone he... I, that, um... Feels that Tom... Any harm should come to Tom. I will say that Midnight was not a, a fan of Tom. And Midnight, for everyone since it's been a little bit, is the tabaxi... Um, who was involved with the... He was like... Go ahead. He was the leader of the incursion, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that little riot that she stopped. Yep, exactly. So, I know that he and Midnight had some problems. Um, but, you know, that that is Midnight. He is a little testy. He's a very devout and zealous member of the Red Hand. Um but I don't, he has that relationship with many people. Sometimes some would say with me even. So if, so if they had like a, a, a fight, was it like over red hand stuff or was it over like all of the people that went, that uh, Tom was like, you know, having relations with? Well, I'm sure that Tom's, um, Tom's Tomcat side was part of what uh, Minnick was not such a fan of. I'm sure that gave him some some pause to think of to begin with. Um, but he really felt that Tom was was well. They had theological differences, and I don't I don't want to speak for for Midnight, of course. But um, you know, there were certain approaches that they didn't that uh, Midnight just didn't feel were right. And I I know that Tom was interested in getting the guild involved a little bit more and us working more with um, trying to get involved with the structure of the city which Midnight was not such a fan of okay so Tom wanted to like make the red hand like work with the cops and Midnight's all like a cab to some extent um, but yes more of 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 so I'm, I'm sorry. We're more interested. In, I, Tom was more interested in, in making sure that some of the the guild programs could be worked on through the church as well, through the Red Hand Church. Hmm. Okay. Sort of a united, you know, uh, poverty projects and things like, of that nature. Oh, so like giving back to the community, but like the guilds and the church and everybody getting together to do the thing versus doing it like individually yes yes uh, yeah tom felt well, that That makes sense yes and midnight's more focused on on i would say the spiritual side of things than the material hmm. well, it's hard to be it's hard to be spiritual if you don't have anything in your belly um Yes, and this is the the great debate, as you know, within the Decalogos, as I said before, sometimes it seems almost contradictory, um, the directions we must go, and this is why we rely on a relationship to Theos directly, as opposed to what the church has done by putting an intermediary in there with the saints. Well, looking at uh, my compatriots, I guess we should head out? Well, I honestly cannot think of anything else unless we can speak to Midnight directly. He is in the, you know, he's in the the meeting house. He's sulking around. He's over at the bar. 
Okay. Yeah, I remember he was there. I just didn't remember if he was like, available around. So, but I assume not since we were talking about it. He's just not right <laughs> next to you. Um, okay. In our head. All right. Well. In okay. our head, I'll be like, "Do you want to go talk to Midnight? He seems like a really uninteresting person." He probably is. I mean, he looks cool, but he has a cool name. That too. Oh. Uh, I mean, we are down here, and uh, why not? <laughs> Once again, you guys don't have to do this if you don't want to. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, I know. I, I'm just <laughs> curious now. So. Um, okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'm invested in the story. I'm just. Not an investigator. That's what got us into this in the first place, that we were curious. Um. Oh, but Midnight's right over there. Why don't we go talk to him? I will say out loud. That's a good idea. Certainly. Morla, it has been quite a pleasure, and it's good to get this side of uh, the Red Hand for once. Yes, yes, there's so many falsehoods told about us that I'm so glad we were able to communicate person to person. Feel free to stop by and ask me questions anytime, or if I can be of any assistance. If you need anything as you're a new traveler to the city, food, clothes, whatever, we're more than happy to help. That is most kind. Very generous. All right. And I'm going <laughs> to like swoop down into a very elaborate bow and like kiss her hand. And, then... and, and she uh, kind of giggles and turtle blushes a little bit. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's very, very it's charmed by it. Like. Um, you know, it's it's like a sh- <laughs> uh, slightly deeper shade of green. Okay. Okay. Just, just All right. And then, uh, and I'll turn around and I'll, I'll, I'll like as I'm turning, I can give her a wink and head off towards midnight. And you hear her kind of laughing again. Um, You know, it's clear she's not like Uh into you. (laughs) It's more she just kind of (laughs) just adorable and, you know, fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want you to get all. Yeah, I'm not trying to get I I didn't want you to get all barred on here, so. Um,. Volume two is when we all go around just fucking everybody we can find. I, I wasn't tempted to modify memory to make her obsessive, Karen. <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm, I'm choosing not to. I'm restraining myself slightly for once. <laughs> all right. So you make your way over to midnight. Right. Um, are you guys doing anything up or anything to say real quick along the way? Like through your head, um, or out loud. We'll, we'll wing it as we usually do. Okay, so. normally works out something. Yeah. Some and <laughs> All right. Oh, actually, for chumps, in my so. head, in our heads, I will say, Cal, you want to talk this time? Just get silent. <laughs> <laughs> and then we show up. <laughs> so you guys. You all come up all right. to uh, Midnight, who's sitting at the bar, looking into his beer, and he looks up at you. What? Do you mind if we join you? 
For what purpose? Well, to get some information, to have a drink. Yes, yes, feel free to sit down. Thank you. And I'll just, like, hop into the stool and... I'll climb. Is it is it a spinny stool? Um, Give me a D100 roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I need to get into roll 20. Roll for Shit. spinny Totally stool. worth it. Oh. <laughs> uh... 89. 89. All right, yeah, it's a spinny stool, but when it spins, it's squeaky. So it's fun, but annoying. Okay, so, yeah. So I, I kind of hop into it and just hold on to it, and it, like, spins a bit and creaks, and then, like, but it's old and creaky, so it doesn't spin that well. So I sit on it and just spin around trying to, like, just have fun, and then it just kind of slowly creaks, and I just stare at midnight as I finally come around full circle. <laughs> well? I rolled to see how well Rosie was able to get up into hers, and she did just fine. Oh, she jumped up, no problem. Okay, good. I was concerned about that. Cal? Mole, you guys want to, I don't know, Mole, do you want to oh. try and, like, bird shit into his, his beer or something along the way? Or? No, um, the bird looks like visibly uncomfortable with all of this. Uh, yeah, they've kind of like, they've kind of almost like there. poofed up a little bit, so they look like way also, fatter, and they've kind of squashed down, so now you can't okay. see their legs anymore. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 how the bird is. Well, we were curious about your, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of, Rosie? Um, dislike for Mr. Tom Wattles. We understand you had some theological differences. Yes, we had theological differences. I wouldn't say I disliked him. I just felt that what he was doing was leading many of the followers to a path of destruction. By helping the community? By not focusing on saving their souls first. Can you not do both at the same time? We can, but... First show that the people can be taken care of, and then, while you're doing that, talk to them about their soul. Yes, but we must make sure that we are not helping those who are evil, and those who do not stand with Theos. There are many out there who live dark and deceitful lives within the community, and we must route them out first. So that way, when we are helping, we are helping those truly worthy. Interesting. So you don't you... believe that others can be saved? You think you should just get rid of everyone who's not can, already good? They can be saved, of course. But if they hear and see the message of Theos as the redhead presents it, and still reject it, and continue to live their evil lives, they have made their choice. And as it says in the book, of St. Miriam. White hand shall turn red. Oh, let me, no, I fucked that up. Theos' white hand shall turn red with the blood of his enemies. Oh, that's why you call the red hand. Hmm. I see you're a student. <laughs> I'm dabbled. <laughs> 
Uh, sorry, uh, Thale's white hand turned red with the blood. Turned red. Blood of his enemies. It's probably not important for me to write this down, but I like it. So. Sorry. It's all good. So the enemies are like anybody who doesn't believe in Theos or like the people who are doing things in the name of Theos but doing them wrong or both well both of course now those who don't believe maybe just haven't path to Theos but those who are heretics deserve no quarter at all the Decalogue is pr so like pretty around it can they also not Go ahead. Okay. Can they not also turn back to the light, so to speak? They're... What if they are simply just misled? Because maybe they do not know how to read and just go off of whatever the, the priests say. Well, that is possible, of course. And that is where we always approach everything with love first. But when someone is met with love and responds with hate, which is the only thing we could take as, as an act of, of true love, of Theos reaching out, a response of rejection is, is it not an attack? Is it not just hate itself? Hmm. No. Hmm. And he kind of looks straight so ahead. take all forms of rejection as a personal attack? No. Or is it just religiously, it, do you take it, it as an attack? It's not an attack on me at all, attack on Theos. Isn't he a big boy? Can he not take care of himself? Of course he can, but he has sent warriors such as myself, those who are in the true path of his, to make sure that justice is done here. And for justice to be done, those who are rejecting Theos' love must be handled in accordance with the Decalogos. So you do not agree with Morla's teaching about the, the, was it Saint Miriam and talking to Bear? Hmm. I think that, that Morla likes to pick out certain verses and focus on those without looking at everything as a whole. But you just like quoted a verse to us. Is that not doing the same thing? Well, once you understand it in context, that's all that matters. If you understand the full context of hmm. what Theos is trying to do, you'll understand that what I'm saying is the heart of Theosian theology. What if your belief of that context is wrong? Well, it can't be. I'm working off of writings that were completely and utterly inspired by Theos. Inspired, but not written by? What if those inspirations were taken in the wrong context initially? Then your context of those writings are also wrong. Well, I think the same answer I gave him is the answer I, to you, is that Theos is a big boy. If he wants his word to not be uh, altered, he can do it. If he is the all-powerful God, yes? Of course he can. But he created us for a reason. And this is that reason. He could do anything he wants. He could end, the, end this world right now. But he chose not to, and he chose to act through his creatures. Um, so, just the uh, the riots, where did they happen again? They were on their glass. Was it in no, the they downs? were on their way to the glass district. They had already left the downs. They were on the walkway up to the glass district. 
Okay. And what, um, th that's more higher class or middle, yes. middle class? Okay. What's the top tier called? That is called... Is it the glass district? No, no, no. Well, up tier is where the emperor lives. That's the Wasset, where the Grand Abbot's temple is and where the... Okay. And then the glass district is where the wealthy and the elite live. And then you've got the downs and... Um, okay. You also have so the... So it's downs. Downs are at the bottom. Then there's like the uh, merchant mm -hmm. layer. Yep. The... What's the name of that one? That one I called the Fortag District. That's where the merchants are, and that's where the guild is. That's where all the okay. shops are, so too. Downs, Fortag, Glass, Glass, and then the Wasset. And then there's one called the um, um, the Fexan District, which is that's the more artisan district. So it's kind of it's it's not um, it's still kind of like a, a merchant class, but think of it like lower middle class people working there. As opposed to running the, that, that's where a lot of the people who may um, aren't associated with the guilds yet are are working. Um, the Arxan. Arxan. Um, a R X A N. Okay. Oh no, Arxan. Fexan. F E X A N. That's the artisan district. And so. Why attack the glass district? Or, I'm sorry, you, you just said this, but it wasn't the glass district, right? No, they were going to the glass district. They were on their way, but they were going to the desk. They got but, there. but they were riding. Yeah, they'd already started riding in the downs. Yeah, they were making their way. Okay. So, what was the point of the trashing and burning in the downs? Surely they do not have anything to do with the red hand or the. Uh, the heretics. Of course they do. The heretics are the ones stopping any real help coming down from the downs, from the glass district to the downs. Those who are intertwined with the church. Most business is done here under the auspices of the church. And so the only way to grab their attention is to stop as much commerce as possible, kind of to choke the church where it really will hurt, and that's in its purse. But why not just attack the Wasset district? Well, what would that do? There would be somebody else who would come up. You cut off the, the this. You cut off the head of a Hydra. Another head replaces it. Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra! Um. <laughs> <laughs> but cutting off the impoverished will do nothing. It will simply they will actually be replaced very quickly. For the class. Glasses. The heads of the church, however, you get rid of the information, you get rid of the people in charge, it will cause chaos. And then someone else will take their place, but they might be better. They might be someone like yourself. They might be. You show that force, then who is to stop you? Hmm. Well, we can't talk too openly about this. And I feel that, and I feel as though maybe I should say I am not in favor of this at all. And does he wink as he's saying that? Um, no, <laughs> no. I feel like there's a wink there. It, he it's winks more in our like mind, he's so. standing up. Like suddenly he's like, "Are the guys cops?" Mm, okay. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, yeah. What, what, why don't you just go murder the president, kind of thing? You know. Yeah, because you guys are acting like cops for sure. Actually, I'm just trying to give him ideas. I'm saying he's shooting too low. So. Well. Um, and like as he's saying this, like I'll I'll like kind of look around and like are there magical ears in here? I'm not sure. I I'm not I'm not gonna get that. He's yeah. the cops thing. Who, I think I'm not sure that your ears aren't the magical ones. If you'll excuse me, he stands up and then walks upstairs. Well, that went well. I mean, he did not kill us, so True. yeah. Any conversation we can walk away from is a good one. That guy's name was Midnight, right? Yep. Yes. Indeed. What was he again? Sorry. Just for notes on the He's a Tabaxi. Tabaxi. Well, I think we should become a full party again and Tabaxi. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's in our heads, of course. Yeah. Uh, oh, and. So. Everything's in our heads. One thing just to say real quick, um, yeah. as far as the structure of the city, too, um, even though there are, like, you know, kind of different levels, really the, the level, the only one that's really significantly different is the downs. And remember, this is structured as though there's, like, a big hub in the middle, and then the walkway goes out to these, like, little islands, which are the different districts. So, uh, I know. Oh, so they're not, like... They're not layers. It's just right. different yeah. chunks. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Thalmer was the layers. That's where everything was stacked. This is more like... In Kalendor, yeah. Yeah, that's what the... the so this yeah, is spokes. They're spokes. So that's oh. why the ferrymen are so important. And so, yeah, because the, the... Okay, so to get to anywhere by foot, you have to go... Over a bridge. Through the depths? Well, you don't have to necessarily go through the... the or... The, you have to go over a bridge. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's... But it's Water. across... Yeah. The, okay. And then I get so it now. I'm getting it. In the middle is the Wasset. Yes. And then like over here is the downs to the right. And then over here, kind of to the upper right, is the merchanty district. And over here to the other upper left would be like the artisan district. And then the yep. glass district would be kind of off on its own. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I think I, I said that uh, a little bit weird before. Um, I, I'm wrong. Um, the the Fexan district, the artisan district, that is where the guild is, and then you've got the um, the Fortog district, and that's where you would have like the real commerce and and like day to day stuff as far as like shops. Where you're probably going to go on a date with Dyson is where that's where everything is. It's kind of the merchants area. The Fortog is like merchant slash entertainment. Yeah. So like bars and stuff bars and stuff where people want to go to relax or you know buy things um okay so and then the, the okay. yeah <clears throat> cool, cool, cool. well how about we clear out and then um i'll be back later tonight in our heads that sounds that sounds good okay yeah i will I will jump off my stool <laughs> and head for the door. Nice. Chirping bird noises. All right. Um, <laughs> if magic wasn't frowned upon, I would grease the stool with. <laughs> and you could try. Let's um, see how they react. Was, yeah, I'm good. I was looking at what I could do that wasn't concentrate so Sam wouldn't just reappear. 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Walk out. Um, it's still daytime, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. We're probably. Like, I mean, we came okay. down here like first thing in the morning. Yeah. So. I mean, we're, we're talking maybe like noon, maybe. Is anybody hungry okay. for some lunch? Um, let's just go into an alley and find our companion first. Yes. Yeah. I, I look at the darkest right. alley nearby. All right. <laughs> you guys find the darkest alley nearby. And I'm assuming you drop your concentration. I just <laughs> kill Mole, the bird. <laughs> <laughs> I had the exact same thought as all in character. I was like, in there. Yeah, so I grab the bird, just launch him at the floor. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm just breaking concentration. But that was my first thought. Wow. Listen, we're not gonna do you any harm. We know how to get rid of spells. Fine. Wow. You know, I mole, I choose you, so. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And mole, mole reappears. Um, at the On first thing. On top of thing, Rosie's shoulder. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Mole is still on top of Rosie's shoulder. So Mole, like, starts to grow and then, like, physically falls off of Rosie as as all of this is happening. <laughs> and you hear just, like, the clattering of just armor <laughs> to the ground. I only rolled a six, so I didn't really dodge you very well. <laughs> all right, so as you someone dressing armor hitting the floor make a lot of noise and draw attention to the dark alley? Let's see. Well, good news. I I cushion you a little bit. I cast silence. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if anybody notices that. Okay. No, nope, nobody noticed. I rolled roll a straight up one. So, nope. That uh, you guys got lucky. <laughs> Nobody heard the clanging of the noise there. Um, but yeah, as everyone's stupid. everyone is stupid. Great. But this is a stupid, stupid town. <laughs> They're know. just used to noises. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. This is normal. It, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like a lot of, like, you know, downtown urban areas. It's just, there's a lot of noise. And you don't pay attention if yeah. you think. Honking. Yeah, the braying of mules. Yeah. I guess we could say. And, um,. Yeah, the honking. The honking. Well, they just all yeah, have geese. Yeah. Up and down the waterways, you hear geese every once in a while. Sure. And then they scream as the mezzakin comes out and grabs them. And... No, no, no! The geese are the mezzakin. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I always knew they were evil. <laughs> geese. Uh... <laughs> well, the the first thing Mole says as like he regains a semblance of composure um it's just like um uh, you guys are very good at keeping a low profile and not raising suspicion about yourselves it seems thank you it, it is our specialty rosie just kind of stares um, like huh sure So when Midnight left, did they leave the bar? No, Midnight went up the they stairs. Up the stairs? Okay. Um, I do think we may need to keep an eye on that Midnight character, though. Yeah, he is very much dangerous, but I'm not sure if we pose a threat to him. He may not like us, 
but I have a feeling he does not like anybody. In Midnight's voice, I'm say, I say, we, we could always raise his profile. The, the authorities could deal with him. <laughs> that is a very good idea. And answer back in Garen's wow. voice. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not horribly opposed to that idea. But, um... We did learn some interesting things about the the red hand. We did. <coughs> I didn't realize we did. they were so charitable. Well, Morla is charitable. Yeah. I would not lump all of the red hand in knowing what we know. And they are also very misguided, it seems. Uh, the more I learn about them, the more misguided they 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 appear. It's like they just read a book and they didn't understand what they were reading. But they tried their best and started... To be fair, I think Morla has a better grasp than most of the clerics in the church proper. Well, you see, the, the difference between us and them is we do not believe that it should be taken in its full context. There's a reason that Theos has so many saints to begin with. It's to exemplify aspects. No one person can exemplify all aspects of Theos. Not from Theos. That, that would drive one to madness to try and accomplish all of that, just as it has with the Red Hand. Hmm. I, I, I'm assuming we're like walking and talking in our yeah, heads. Yeah, right? yeah. Wherever I'm assuming we're you guys going. are standing outside where, the Red House going? saying this loudly. Yeah. Yeah. Just Absolutely. top of our voice. Yeah, we no, for some yeah. reason left the dark alleyway uh, just to come out and stand in front of the Rand House and talk about how terrible they are. With, with a bishop yes. of yeah. the church right there. With, with a bishop. bishop. <laughs> it's like, These guys are the worst. They're, the, they're so misguided. They don't read the book properly. <laughs> I mean, do they even know how to read? I mean, come on. Most people probably do this not. This is why the knowledge in the library should be given out to everyone, not hidden behind rooms that try and hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> and you just get a flat <laughs> stare from Mole. Just like... Oh. Hey, nothing bad's oh. happened for me going in that room so far. Some alarms went off, but I found loads of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well... <laughs> I got some time to kill before my date tonight, so what else do you want to do? Well, we could always talk. I, now that we have figured out the puzzle, somehow spy on this Belinda character. Hmm. See if she is um, acting suspicious or something. I do not know. My, my bet is on her, but... Did we meet Belinda? It sure did. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one who called Tom a pig. Bastard of a man. Yeah. Yeah. Is she the yes. alchemist? She's a Yeah. Yeah, she's the one who called Tom a pig and um we know that the thing referred to the spell referred to him as a swine. So that's pretty pretty similar. She's like suspect number one in all of this. Um No, it was actual pig, so um yeah. It's sinful pigs. So. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Sinful pig. Yeah. yeah. So, and she also has all the access to everything she would need to to be able to accomplish this. So, 
Um, she has means, motive, motivation, and opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But we don't have any concrete proof of anything. So, luckily, we're not in the uh, 21st century where we actually have to have proof of anything. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Just kill her. Oh, the Theos be with you. <laughs> Well, I, yeah. So we want to go back <laughs> to the alchemist guild and figure out a way to spy. We we could spy on the alchemist guild, or we could not care about Tom being dead. Then again, she could be dangerous if she's just blowing stuff up out of spite. So the woman scorned is a problem if she continues on that path. Yes. Do we know where Tom's body is? All over the place. Oh, okay. That makes it a bit harder to get a... I, I oh. Speak with dead doesn't yes. work if they're in chunks, I don't think. Oh, she... Oh, well... You already spoke to him, though, right? And, and I already did that. He okay. did not know who killed him. This is Ryan's memory uh, being bad, so... Well, you weren't... You, well, your character well, wasn't there you either, there. so... Uh, okay, no, it's completely justified me saying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, we already uh, spoke to the corpse when we first started the investigation while you were still heal still healing up. Um, okay. He was very unhelpful uh, of a man. Oh, that's, that's not very good. Yeah. Um, it was dark and his back was turned to whoever did this. Um, if we do still want to try and get more information or even care about um, who's it being dead, we could always... Um, Use a small spell to try and get Belinda to, on her own volition, admit her guilt. Yes, yes, we could. We could require her to be truthful. Oh no, I uh, wasn't saying like a truthful zone sort of thing. I was more um suggestion. And how would that work? Uh, suggesting that she admits, uh, she confesses her sins that she's committed to the nearest member of the church, which would be you. Is that another of your... My grandfather's tricks. tricks, yes. He's very good at these things. Grandfather. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I openly told you guys about I'm just magical and showed the Seta form at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you did. But yeah, but fun. you keep referring to them as your grandfather's <laughs> tricks. So we're playing along. Well, it's not um, magic. It's just a trick I learned from my granddad. Yeah, say that to the next Inquisitor <laughs> that sees you cast something. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I literally did at one point as well. Oh no, that was a, a golem or a warforged, I guess. And then the Inquisitor yeah. came over. Yes, it was Inquisitor Tolius Scepter. Yep. I don't have notes on him for impersonation either. Yeah. Well, we okay. you could compel her to say it to somebody else, like to tell the you know tell the guards or something as well. Um, How much longer do we have before your uh, big meeting council thingy? That's a great question. How long do I have, Alex? I've completely lost yeah, track of Yeah, it was a month life. when you guys arrived. Yeah, four weeks. And yeah, because so like, like you've been here even that a day. Two. Two, two days. Two? <laughs> this day yeah, two. We're, we're on the second two. day, I think. Yeah. yeah, we haven't had a second long rest yet, so I'm still at half hit points after <laughs> picking yeah. up that statue. Yeah. And okay. and we've been 
and if you think of it, you know, all of season three happened in two days, basically, effectively. Um, so, you know, it, yeah, Mole's been waiting for his meeting for a month for a very long time now. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, I think we rested about four days worth in those two right, days. Right, because so. he kept going out of time. <laughs> Back in time, yeah. We're taking a step out of the universe for a second once we take a breather. That's yeah, romantic nonsense can do that to you. Um, and that's why we need to get into the Abbot's place so we can access that portal and come and go as freely as yeah. possible. Well, do we wanted to talk to the Abbot about um, something. Just say hey, right? I think Mole requested an audience. I do not know if that includes us. I have not been granted my audience yet. We can be Should there. We, but you have to, like, go back and uh, get your messages or whatever. Or do they just, like, tell you to your head? No, I, I would have to receive my messages from... Oh, my goodness, I'm losing the name. Uh, Goblin Guy at the Church of Theos. Uh, at the St. Allegiant yeah, Church. Yeah, hold on. Hauser Kelp. Uh, Hauser Yep, Hauser Kelp. Hauser Kelp, thank you. Um, <coughs> yes, uh, they would probably tell Brother Kelp uh, to pass it on to me. Well, should we just go back and get your messages and see if they've responded yet? Yes, that, that, that sounds excellent. All right. You all make your way up to the... Uh, I'm like literally Wasset. brain farting on this thing that I created here. Um, the Wasset, uh, Wasset District. District. Thank you. Um, yeah, you make your way up to the Wasset District. And um, I mean, really, it's pretty eventless. Um, you guys make it up there. You hear the bells. I throw rocks at geese along the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me make a note of that. Um, <laughs> um, and... <laughs> All right, so um, you you make your way up there. Uh, you you see some of the different members of the church making their way down the, the street, walking on the campus of the basilica. Um, nothing of really any event happens though. So unless you guys want to do something, we'll just say you make it back to the dorm. Sweet. All right, waiting for you in the dorm as you get there is a little squirrel. Uh, <gasps> it's Pietra. And he lets you know, I think I found a way into the Grand Abbot's house that's not magically protected. Oh, really? I thought you had a deeper voice. But, okay, I can do my normal voice, yes. I was, I was trying to be a squirrel voice, but fine. Okay. I found... Oh, no, it's fine. It okay, is cute. I found a way. <laughs> now I don't know what accent I'm doing. Um... <laughs> I found the I found the way into the Grand Abbot's house. I believe, though, that is not guarded by magical wards. You, and how did you discover this? I am a dragon. I have tricks up my sleeve, but that is your cool. sleeves. It is it is what is known as an expression, <laughs> or a colloquialism. It is not literal. Uh, oh right, sorry. Yeah. Well, language um, is hard. if you want to use 
If you want to use an expression that's more fitting to your current form, you could say, um, you have tricks in your cheeks. Um, squirrels tend to carry many, many things in their cheeks. Okay, I have many tricks in my cheeks. Do not think what? that is... Say that, what, what Gary? I do not think that is its well-known <laughs> phrase, but... Anyway, there's a way in. Is it big enough for all of us? <laughs> no, 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 our conversation is <laughs> far more important. Than... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have to establish the proper term to use. Uh... <laughs> for a squirrel when they're saying they're doing secret shit. Like, come on. So, <laughs> and, and I've got tricks in my cheeks. That's awesome. Like, that's, that's, that's the title. That is the title. <laughs> yeah, so up my sleeve with my cheeks, I found a way in. Though, yes, we will. Um, it is very small. Um, little way for us to go through. So we will need two things. We will need a way to uh, teleport into the house itself does does any of you have have that capability and the second thing is i just look at cal the second thing is we all must be at least as small as i am it was a tight squeeze for me but um you must be at least the size of a squirrel and i know you are have some power or your the tricks of great grandpa himself uh, maybe you can use <laughs> Is the whole... Getting us all that small might be harder? I mean... As far as I can tell, depending on how guarded this thing is, only I need to access it in order to... then for us to be able to pop in and out. If you have an item from the room where the portal is, we can just go straight to the room. You would... Hmm. Could you... Is that what you are asking? for me to go into the basement and grab something? Yeah, if you have something from that room, we can just teleport to the room. I remember I, this I've got, an al I've got an alternate idea above the table. Rosie's got a date. Garen has this secret mission he could go on. Ryan obviously wants to mess with the nuke he's found. We just split the party four ways. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. Um, Okay. <laughs> and then one of us dies and the other one is uh imprisoned and no, I, I, I Piotra go ahead. No, go on. Keep going. Piotra, were you able to access this portal room or were you only able to find a way in? I've only found the way in now. Um in the way I have not made it to the portal room, no, but if you give me some time, I made much progress in two days. I think I can do a lot in a little bit of time. You have indeed, and um, I could always turn Zina into a squirrel. She can follow you, and then she will have access, and thus I will have access through her. Yes, and then we will have two cheeks filled with tricks. Four cheeks filled with tricks, yes. Hmm. I'm going to scritch behind his ears. You have done very well, Piatra. And Piatra shows some appreciation and then scampers off onto his mission. 
And with that, we'll call the episode. Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 10, Tricks in My Cheeks. I hope you all are enjoying the political intrigue, the theology, the assassination plots, both character and literal. Um, also a replacement plot in there as well. Um, don't forget to give us a five-star review because you love that stuff so much. Wherever you listen to those podcasts, we really need those. They help us out a lot. Check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Alexander Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Magic Tavern by Alexander Nakarada. Minstrel Guild, Floating Cities, Midnight Tale, Curse of the Scarab, Rights, and Our Story Begins, all by Kevin McLeod. Incompetech.com, license under Creative Commons, attribution 4.0 licenses, creativecommons.org, slash licenses, slash buy, slash 4.0.